to the So She Is podcast. I am your host, Katie Grimes, and this podcast is your one-stop shop for all things manifestation, neuroscience, spiritual evolution, healing, and living in alignment with the highest truth of who you actually are. I know that you pushing play today is no accident, and I am so grateful for you being here. So with that said, let's get this party started. Hello, welcome back to So She Is. It is Katie Grimes here, and I am so grateful for you pushing play today. Let's just take a deep breath in, and then letting it all go, arriving to this moment together, wherever you are, whether you're sitting, standing, walking, or driving, just fully being where your feet are, and I'm so excited to chat to you today. I am sipping on a no sugar vanilla latte with oat milk and an extra shot. And let me tell you, it is delicious. And it tastes even better because it was like a free beverage today. And I have been getting so lucky with just getting like coffee discounts. I'm sure it's because it's like, oh, if you spend X amount on coffee, then they give you all these fun deals. And so I have been getting all the fun deals and just feeling like the luckiest girl in the world, which ties in exactly to what we are talking about today, which is lucky girl syndrome. And so lucky girl syndrome was a trend on TikTok and there's actually some neuroscience behind it. And it's neuroscience that I have nerded out on in the past and love. And so if you aren't familiar, It's a video of girls eating noodles and they're talking about how they tried this thing when they were in college and they started using the affirmation, everything always works out for us. Everything always works out for me. I'm the luckiest girl in the world. And when I saw that and I started to see like some other TikToks come from that, I was like, oh, I need to talk about this on the podcast, talk about the neuroscience behind it because literally I'm obsessed with it. And so we all have something called the reticular activating system. And for short, I'm going to call it RAS because reticular activating system is, in fact, a mouthful. (laughs) And so the reticular activating system, the RAS, is a bundle of nerves that sit on the brainstem and it acts like a filtering mechanism in your mind that helps us keep us keep us sane, keep our sanity, and help helps us make sense of the world. Because we take in so much info that we need the RAS to then delete, distort, or generalize the information. Because without it, we would go insane because there's so much that we take in. And so the deciding factor of whether it gets deleted, distorted, or generalized is up to our own internal subconscious filters. And these filters are basically like the lens we see life through. And so they're based on our beliefs, our values, our identity, our past decisions and outcomes, our language, our mood, our location, and like the time. So many things determine the filters and they're kind of ever-changing. The RAS essentially creates the meaning which influences our behavior and then it gives us our results or reality. So basically... It takes in all the information, it then deletes, distorts, or generalizes, and then our behaviors or our results, our reality is created off of those filters. And so an example of how something could be generalized, let's say, when you take something in, and it's really how to show how the reality is created through our mind, 
is let's say that you got bit by a dog um, and it was really scary. It was painful. All the things happened when you were a kid. So our RAS or your RAS will then generalize that all dogs are evil and out to bite you, which then will turn into this massive phobia. So even if you can see like on paper, like that stat show, like dogs aren't all going to bite and you can rationally even understand like, okay, that little dog over there might not bite me. The RAS has already generalized that all dogs are going to attack and therefore it's unsafe. And so that's kind of like how you can, how those filters play that role on creating the reality and the sensation that you feel of dogs being unsafe. Even though your conscious mind can see like, oh no, like dogs are cool. Your subconscious mind has this already, this filtering system that has dictated that dogs are unsafe. So without tapping into that subconscious mind and working on that, the conscious mind will never win because the RAS is so much stronger. It goes back to that 95% of the brain being operated subconsciously and the 5% is conscious. If we want to see real change and make real identity and behavior shifts, it's all in the subconscious mind. Location, time, and mood also play a big role on these filters. And what I mean by that, or for example, is if you ask me for a couple bucks at 2 p.m., you know, maybe after lunch, like I already ate, I'm full, whatever, versus you asking me for a couple bucks at 2 a.m., the outcome would be completely different. And the reality has changed of the situation based on me being groggy, tired, mad that you woke me up, like so annoyed. But again, it's the same situation. You just asked me for a couple bucks, but at 2 p.m. versus 2 a.m. And I feel like that makes sense to anybody listening because nobody would want to be woken up at 2 a.m. just like, hey, can I, have a, can I have a couple bucks? Like, no. And so part of the rewiring process is training your RAS by changing the beliefs so that your RAS can automatically pick up on all the evidence in your new positive beliefs. And these are the subconscious filters that determine everything. So, for example, people who demonize money may delete or distort opportunities for money or things that could just possibly increase their wealth. But due to their filters of seeing money as something that is evil, unsafe, bad, they end up spending their entire life complaining that they're broke. But if money is something that you see and value in a positive light, The RAS will work in your favor to see new opportunities without even like working or grinding for them, like collabs or just like these sparks sparks of ideas or just like different interviews you could be a part of, just different ways that are going to like expand your wealth, your growth, your who you are and how you show up, just show up without you having to like, I have to work so hard to get this. It's like when you see the car you want to buy and you've never really seen it anywhere and then you like realize you want it and then you see it everywhere because your filters are focused on it and believe it to be in your world. So that's a huge part of this. If we demonize money, let's say, 
We don't believe that to be a part of our world. Therefore, it is never going to be a part of our world. But just like a new car example or the car you want example, suddenly you see it everywhere because your filtering system believes it to be in your world. And so as you can see in these examples, the RAS can work with you or it can work against you. And another way it can work against you is when you maybe you want to start something new or you have this idea or blah, 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 blah. Like, and then you're like, oh, the market is oversaturated. Everyone's in real estate. I can't do that. There's so many people doing that. But here's the thing. When you go outside your world or realm or even like travel somewhere, you will see that's not the case. Like if I felt I don't know if I feel like there's a bunch of people doing exactly what I'm doing, but in this wellness space, in this personal development space, I could easily say like, oh my gosh, everybody's doing it. I can't do it. There's so many people. It's so like, why me? Like I can't. But if I were to go travel somewhere and then say what I do, even just like to the Midwest, get out of LA and go to the Midwest and say what I do, even just this podcast, uh, people be like, what? What's manifestation? What? what is like dance movement therapy? What? Like, and you'll see like, oh, it's just because in my world, in my filtering system, I can, I only pick up on the fact that everybody's doing something like me or everybody has a podcast or everybody is trying to get into the wellness space or trying to start their own business or like, even like, I feel like in the hair world, if you're like a hairdresser, like, Oh, there's so many hairdressers, all these things. But people are always looking for someone to do their hair. And so it just will always feel that way because you're filtering your life through these lenses of things that are important to you. So you will pick up on if other people are doing things and you're going to see it and it's going to feel oversaturated. But I can promise you that it is not. The good news is if you change your filters, you can change your life and These filters are a self-fulfilling prophecy. So whatever you believe to be true, your mind will literally delete, distort, or generalize the info to match your programming. And this is what's bringing me back to lucky girl syndrome and taking any event that happens and seeing it as everything's always working out for me. You got like, and just like starting to say this like an affirmation. So like, let's say you get a good parking spot. Wow. I am the luckiest girl in the world. Everything always works out for me. You get something on sale or a surprise discount. Like, wow, I'm the luckiest girl in the world. Everything's always working out for me. And then it could get even bigger. You get the promotion. Oh my gosh, I am the luckiest girl in the world. Everything is always working out for me. When you're driving and you get a green light, it's like, oh my gosh, I am the luckiest girl in the world. Everything is always working out for me. And then you can just start to see how life unfolds when you start to change your RAS and your filter to see things as you being the luckiest girl in the world. Like, wow. And even if something doesn't go to plan, like, wow, everything's always working out for me, like as it should. Like I'm the luckiest girl in the world. Like, like that wasn't meant to work out. So I am the luckiest girl in the world for that, like divine protection. It really can go any way and it is just a way to start like building that muscle and those filters to see things through the lens of positivity and of the highest good and it just feels really good to feel like the luckiest girl in the world versus like feeling like the world's against you and that is like what I'm into in 2023 is like 
tapping in to the highest feeling, like what feels good, what feels good in your body and feeling like the luckiest girl in the world feels fantastic. And so if you're like feeling cringy against that, maybe that's because your filters and your Raz is telling you that it's not safe to be lucky or to think in the highest good. So I just challenge you to just try the affirmation. This is another thing I actually saw on TikTok and I don't have the creator's name because actually it was like, I heard about this TikTok through someone else or whatever. And um, what they did is they, it was a couple and they found that they were just coming home and complaining to each other all the time, like glass half empty, like always complaining. And so they did this challenge for themselves to try to take a picture every single day of what they felt was their best part of their day. So maybe it was their coffee in the morning tasted really good. They take a picture, but it was one picture a day of the of their very best thing. So then you are actively going through your day looking for what the best possible thing could be. And then you come home and you show your part. They showed each other, or if it's you, you could show your partner, your roommate, whoever. You could even do this with a friend and send the picture. It doesn't have to be like in person. And you show them what your best part of your day or your favorite part of your day was. And you talk about it. So then it's like we talk about our favorite part of the day. We don't come home and complain about work and all of that. And what this couple found was they were like not only significantly happier, they were also like constantly going through their day. Like, is this the best part? Like, it could get even better. Like it wasn't like, oh, could it get worse? It was like, I might have a different favorite part of my day. So I don't know if I should take my photo yet because you're always looking for the best part. Um, and I haven't, I want to try this with Curly. I think I will probably starting this week. And I would invite you all to try this challenge. Find a buddy, find a friend. If you don't have one, it could be me. I'll do this with you. And we can just send each other our photo of our best part of the day and like one sentence as to why this was the best part of the day. And it just seems like such an expansive, fun experiment to try. So if you are in, let me know. I will gladly do it with you. So while this episode might be like very like old way of thinking of positive thoughts, positive life, that's not really what I'm trying to convey here. This is just a way to tap into your subconscious mind and work with your programming and work with your filters because, again, manifestation is not just thinking positive thoughts. There are all these deeper elements at play with what shows up in our reality, and reality is just this projection of consciousness. So shifting your consciousness is shifting your life. Shifting your filters is shifting your life. And once we can realize that life is just a projection of our mind and these filters, things can actually change because so often we get so wrapped up in the fact that thinking change comes from like changing our reality and like blaming others and all that stuff where this is a way to just see all the events of like everything's working out for me. I am the luckiest girl in the world. Everything is unfolding as it should. And there's this like movie theater visual of kind of how this also works. And so if we think of the movie screen as reality. It is reflecting whatever is being projected by the subconscious mind. So the movie theater screen, we're sitting in a movie theater. The screen is our current reality, which is in turn reflecting whatever is being projected by our subconscious mind. We then have our conscious mind, which is us sitting there 
witnessing the reality. And just like when you sit in a movie theater, sometimes you get kind of lost in the movie, forgetting that you're even in a room, um, that you're like, that something's being played above you. You just kind of get sucked into the movie. And then we have the program being projected, which is the subconscious mind playing it. So where like the movie tape is and all that, that's the subconscious, or the subconscious mind is the actual machine like projecting it out and then the programs are like the film or whatever is playing the dvd or whatever plays movies in a movie theater i literally don't know that's the program being projected which could be changed at any given moment by recognizing that it is a program being played in the first place so if we think about this we're sitting in the movie theater we're watching the movie play out on the screen we have the projector putting it on the screen and then we have whatever is being fed into the projector and so the programs being fed into the subconscious mind is what is coming out on the reality of the screen and you are the witness in the audience just taking it in so so often we forget that we can just stand up and change the program being in there but we have to have the awareness that there's a movie playing from the conscious mind in the first place Because the conscious mind has the power to get up and change the movie. And awareness of this is empowering yourself to choose the new program. Because a new program is a new reality. And these programs are just perceptions of your dominant beliefs and dominant feelings. So a way to have like a little self-awareness check is how do I even know what my programs are? So if you want to look at your programs, look at your movie screen. Look at what's showing up in your life. Specifically, like, how do you feel about these things, these people, these experiences in your life and the sensations in your body that come up when you think about how your life is at this exact moment? So if you want to look at look at your programs, look at your reality, look at whatever, look into your relationships, your finances, your health, your career, your business, your self-image, your connection to your higher self, your body image, your friendships, your self-talk, any repeating patterns, what your caregiver's point of view of the world is and what your caregiver's belief systems are. And just come across these things with fascination, not like, oh my God, I'm so bad at manifesting. God or the universe like doesn't want me to have nice things, blah, 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 womp, womp, womp. We're just looking at it like, wow, this is so interesting. Like studying myself while like, I'm learning about myself. Like, wow, look at what this movie is. This, this is a really interesting movie. <laughs> Let's look into it. In a way that you can really like tap into these things with fascination is, or or even ask a question to get curious about it is, The version of me that keeps attracting this situation, what must they believe about themselves or this situation in order to keep attracting this? So the version of you that keeps attracting the situation, what must they believe about themselves or this situation in order for to to keep playing on the movie screen? That's a great question to just sit with. And I know like last episode or two episodes ago, we talked about the more you can, the quality of the question is the quality of your life. So sitting with a big question like that, like, hmm, and not feeling the need to rush to answer it. Again, it's so important to pay attention to how your caregivers talk about the world and be fascinated by their language and how they may have impacted your programming. 
because most programs have been installed between ages zero to seven, which means when you look at your reality and repeating patterns that show up, do not go into like self-blame mode because what's being projected into your reality is not a reflection of who you are. It is just a reflection of aspects of you that can be shifted. And the zero to seven, like that's where most of your filters and things and programs were installed because the conscious mind does not come online until age seven. So until then, you are just a sponge absorbing everything as truth with no conscious mind determining true or false or that feels good, feels bad. Everything just is. And that's why it's so important to look at what your caregiver side of the world or what you may have had been impressioned with at a young age because that's where these programs come from. And while these negative patterns may be or feel authentic, they are not permanent. And this is literally like the most exciting part about life and reality is that we can shape it in any way to empower us. And that's where it comes back to this lucky girl syndrome of why not play with being the luckiest girl in the world, with being delusionally obsessed with yourself, that everything works out for you, that it is you and no one else, that you are God's favorite, that you are the universe's favorite. Why not try that on and it, see if that lens can live you can lead you to a life that feels more empowering versus feeling like, oh, nothing works out. Oh, victim. Oh, only she could do that, not me. And that's not me being insensitive to anyone's scenario, if that's how you're feeling, because I've been there. And I think that's where I get the passion from is I've been there. I know what it's like to be a victim. I know what it's like to be a victor. I know what it's like to be somewhere in the middle. But in 2023, I'm trying to tap back in and I am tapping back in to this energy of you're crazy. If you think it's not me, you're crazy. If you think if you're doubting me, okay, that's fine. Like you're wasting your time. And it feels so good. And even when you slip back into like, oh, maybe it's not working out or oh, maybe I should. Oh. It's so easy to snap back in when, it, when you start to build this muscle of self-belief, of radical self-love, of radical choosing yourself, of just like being obsessed with yourself because there's only you. And this isn't like narcissistic. This isn't whatever. This is just a fact. It You are a knockout. Like that's just how I'm going about life. And I'm telling you this because because it feels really good and I want everyone to feel really good. And it's so important to like remember that if we think of the mind like a garden, so if we think of a garden and the way that you can just plant seeds and take care of the soil, water it, sunlight, all the things, and then the plant will grow, but the, the soil doesn't care what the seed is. I mean, it's not judging it. It's just going to do its job. So as long as it's nurtured and taken care of, it will grow whatever is being planted within the soil. The mind is the same exact way. The mind does not care what's been planted or what is being planted. The mind will just grow what is currently being nurtured. So if we think of beliefs like seeds, the mind will grow the beliefs that are being nurtured. And through repetition and strong emotion, it'll develop into whatever is being nurtured. So if we are nurturing the thoughts that are, I'm the luckiest girl in the world, we are going to grow more 
neural pathways in our mind that believe us to be the luckiest girl in the world. And if we are not nurturing other beliefs, they will just die off. Just like if you stop taking care of a plant. If you took the plant out of sunlight, if you stopped watering it, the plant would die, not because the soil was bad, because it wasn't being nurtured. And I want that to be how you view your beliefs and your thoughts. And this is like the concept of neuroplasticity, of how we can change the brain waves to function in a way that's different than how they were previously functioning. And it's the most incredible part. And like, while people say like, oh, the older you get, the less neuroplasticity you have, that has been proven to be false. And so no matter where you are in life, no matter who you are in life, there is always time. There is always opportunity. There is always this shift available to you. And I really, really, really hope that After listening to this, you're like, whether you're skeptical or you're fully bought in, I hope you give it a chance for your own peace of mind, for your own inner world, because it is a big shift that just feels good and it's good to feel good. And when you feel good, others around you feel good. And that's not like to say like, oh, you can't feel bad. It's fine to feel bad. But this is a way to help you tap back into feeling good. If you feel like you've been down, how can you see a green light as, wow, I'm literally everything always works out for me. If you um, get a discount or I'm trying to think of more things. There's so many things. If you were able to listen to this podcast because you have access to the technology that allowed this to somehow play from a device onto your either AirPods or a speaker or just off your phone, you are the luckiest girl in the world. You have the technology. The fact that you can see or call your mom or dad or family or friend or lover, the fact that you can do that, you are the luckiest human in the world. And just taking the time, the fact that you probably had some water today, you are the luckiest girl in the world or human or whatever. I mean, girls just what we're going with, but taking this and just trying it on. For every single thing, sunlight hits your face. Wow, everything works out for me. Like I have the sun hitting my skin. Like I am the luckiest girl in the world. Like not every girl has sun hitting their skin right now. Like, but I do. I am it. Wow. Gosh, the universe really sees me as their favorite today. Like, period. Mm. So, anyways, I hope this resonates. I hope this hits home. I hope that you are brave enough to try it out. And I hope that the shifts you feel are incredible in that your programming starts to shift and things start to work out in your life like you are the luckiest girl in the world because you are. That's the best part. And the more you win, the more I win, the more we all win. There's like, it's not a competition. We are all the luckiest. And I am so excited to hear just your thoughts on this. So if you loved it, please take a screenshot, share it on Instagram. Be sure to give us a five-star review and just help send this to a friend to help us grow, expand, and reach more people. Because at the end of the day, that's what I'm here to do. And I just love you all so much. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at podcast to let us know your takeaways. If you could leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts to help us build, grow, and expand this anyone in I am so grateful for you listening and giving me your time and energy, and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. I love you. Bye.